When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on D&D&D. Could you sweeten the deal a little bit? Are you looking for something specific? I am. You got any shoes that can make me jump a little higher? Like moon boots? Yeah, like moon boots. <laughs> I have exactly moon boots. There is a small island upon which you see a small cluster of standing stones. Why is this giving me so many Feywild feelings? You open up your eyes and you see the chamber that you were in a long time ago with the giant wall of ice and the two beings trapped behind it. Guys, I see... We like the mobs. You see from before there was the impact, a small crack in this ice from when they tried to reach you long ago and couldn't get through this, this giant wall of ice. And you see the silvery mom trying to reach you, Fletch. On your back, you feel a heat coming from Eagle Strike. Grab it? You draw it and it's glowing. Break the wall! Stab the crack? It glows this brilliant silver light. Oh. And it radiates all around you. A shadow of Fletch forms and then separates from him and then explodes into this brilliant display of sparks and Fletch is no longer cursed. Yay! I run up and I hug him. Moms, thank you so much. Uh, and they have started to retreat. You see uh, a door open. Oh, shoot. You see a figure with long, flowing hair. Is it Yanathan? Yanathan. You handsome son of a bitch. Welcome to D&D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and with me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi. We're fun people in quarantine. All the social distancing people. Yeah. We're, We're being responsible. in our respective homes, on our respective microphones, <laughs> being respectful of our health. There you and go. Others. The health of others. So thank you all for joining us uh, in these strange times. We are back to canonical episodes this week. I'm so excited. Thanks to everybody who listened to our one shot to uh, get back into things after some time off. We had a lot of fun with it. A lot of fun. Yeah. Good time. There were a lot of gems uh, because of the because we were recording with a Skype call. There were a lot of fun jokes that I missed when we were doing it that when I was uh, editing it for release, I got to relive and it was so fun. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for bringing life to those characters for that fun little adventure. Thank you, Mike. Thank thank you you specifically, Mike. Oh, you got to be kind. (laughs) We're going to get back to the regular storyline this week, but because of the current situation with things... There is obviously no dinner. Fuck you, feed us. <laughs> I could do, I, technically, I could probably do something for you guys, you and Chelsea and Beth and Mike, but Joel, you'd be Aww. out again. Aww. Contactless <laughs> delivery, drive over. Yeah, no. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's worth reiterating. We are technically, except for Joel, we are all in the same building. But like, <laughs> it, I don't know. It, it would feel wrong to, to hang out. You're doing a good oh, yeah. job. No, it would. It's not. We're not there yet. Yeah. You're fighting the invisible monster. The other limitation, of course, is ingredients. I wasn't going to make a special trip to the, a needless trip to the store. Have you been yet, dude? Yeah, we went last Friday. Okay, because I, I thought that you have not left your apartment literally in a month. We should be good for like a month or so now. But I did not get anything for D&D and uh, because the stuff that I was going to make for this particular session. Talk about cold. it. Like it was going to be all this cold. Went down, it was all going to be cold, cold stuff. Yeah, cold themed stuff. I was going to make vichyssoise. What's that? It is a cold potato and leek soup. Oh, what the fuck, dude? It sounds gross. Yeah, it does. I, I do actually like those things, though. If you if you get it right, it's very good. All right. But Ooh, it's uh, French. It's it is French. Um, I was gonna make sorbet. It's a cold. And vicious oh, I think I've had that. With that. Made I think with my aunt's boiled made that before. Pureed leeks, onions, potatoes, cream, and chicken. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had that. I would before, eat it. Which makes it's, sense. Uh, it's my mom's side of the family. When it's good, it's very good. But when it's bad, it's very bad. But it's not gazpacho, which is th- the it's most worthless bad. food ever. Yeah. <laughs> Gressel, what would have been your sorbet flavor? Raspberry, probably. Ooh. This choice. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Is this how listeners feel? <laughs> Just hearing about the food. Yeah. I don't think we describe it in as much detail, but like I, I feel we, we it's it's really nice hearing it. Yeah, so it's a bummer that I couldn't make that for you guys, but while, as, while we're doing this remotely and I can't cook for you guys, I'm going to uh, donate the money that I would have spent on ingredients to LA Food Bank. Oh, hey. good job. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. So I think um, it's like a hundred bucks is four hundred meals. Geez. Really? The LA food bank. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's an so, easy great. It's an easy um, thing to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you to uh patrons for making helping make that possible. You know, we uh we're gonna give back a little bit uh as much as we can during this. And um Hopefully it's not too many sessions, but as long as we're going and as long as I can't make food. Someone should should get it. Someone should eat it. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Maybe I'll put a link in the description, too, if anybody else out there is has the means to help out. We're going to get into it. Uh, when last we les- left you guys off, you were on the small island, child island of Oyakoto, and you were following some instructions to remove... Uh, Fletch's curse that he received from uh, the creepy shadow monster that had stowed away on the boat with Tim. Mm. You got through, you made it to a, a hidden temple in the jungle on the small island, the child island, and you were transported through a portal to a room that you had been before uh, with a big ice wall and two mysterious beings. Fletch's curse was lifted. And then you were interrupted by our old friend, Yannifin. I have a quick question. Yeah. When Fletch, when Fletch approached the ice wall, he held up his sword and it started to melt the ice wall. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't go anywhere with that. You were able to you, cut through it. You were able to cut into it. Into it. Free the moms. Oh, he was and interrupted by Yannifin's arrival? Yannifin. Okay. 
yeah, All right. Yeah. We could All remember right. that. Just now. wanted to remember that. And uh, the portal process and the curse uh, healing process has uh, healed you all. You are all at full HP and full spell slots, including Fletch. Ah. Yeah, back to normal. Yeah. From 22 to 83. Oh. Big yeah. Jesus <laughs> fucking tank, dude. Thank you, boy. A big, big change between those numbers. So... You find yourself in the ice wall chamber, the mysterious dimensional void that you are not really sure the origin of or the location of, I suppose. Um, but you know that it does house this ice wall and it does house these two beings that you guys so affectionately call the moms um, behind them. Mama. They have been thus far um, helpful to you uh, and you, they seem to be on your side. Yanathan seems to be keeping them prisoner or something here, and you know that he is definitely not, on, definitely not on your side. He is currently standing in a doorway backlit, uh, about forty feet from Zabbis, and he has just entered and kind of done an evil, maniacal laugh. There would be a close-up of his mouth just laughing. What would it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Not that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just Nelson. It's just Nelson. Are you looking up how to laugh, Russell? I'm looking up how to. I'm googling how to evil laugh. Uh, <laughs> oh, what if it's Seth Rogen's it's an laugh? Evil chuckle. <laughs> I'm just imagining that that TikTok of like the ducks. There's like a duck that laughs evilly. You guys seen the duck? Uh, I know, like the. The toys. Nah, dude, it's a real ass duck. It's just a zoom in on its face and it's like, ha, 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 ha. There uh, it is. I'm gonna listen That's to what it. he sounds like. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like the nanny. Listener, you <laughs> oh, know. Oh, shit, it's terrifying. Gressel, drop that audio in. No. I'm not <laughs> Future Gressel, do some work. <laughs> I'm some not work. gonna take that time. <laughs> He did take that time. <laughs> that shit. Now that's funnier. God damn it. <laughs> you motherfucker. Gotcha. So Yanathan is there. What do you do? Yanathan, you're going to pay for making Genevieve kill Malik. That was so messed up. That was messed up, Yanathan. I say aloud. Oh, I don't think I will uh, pay for that. Not today, anyways, and it starts to get very cold in this room. Uh, Fletch, you, with your weather sense, um, feel the atmosphere change. It is about to get very, very snowy. You get the sense that there is a imminent blizzard, whiteout blizzard, approaching. Does anyone have a source of fire real fast? A uh, little one, tiny baby a one. Little, yeah, a little one. Uh, I can create bonfire. Well, uh, all, I just want to light this incense that I bought that will protect us from frost bite. Oh. Good Wait, idea. you bought the frost? Yeah, I have two of them, so I can even use one and still have one for later. Are you holding it up right now? I am. I okay. can do it. I create bonfire. And I do the dragon heart locket. Oh, God. Well, uh, roll, uh, uh, margarine, roll, roll an attack roll. Okay, so I guess we have a bonfire that just, what, uh, just appeared in front of us thanks yeah, to Zabbis? Yeah, just is there. And then also it's a cantrip, Margarine. It's it's not a big deal. Margarine wanted to do 
something I've never heard of. What is this? It's Firebolt. Oh, uh, so I guess I'm I'm holding the stick out, and Marjorie <laughs> is trying to direct the Firebolt oh, no. to the tip of this stick of incense, all while Yanathan stands there watching. Yeah, dude. Super yeah. standard stuff. You hurl a mode of fire at a creature or object within range. A flammable object hit hurl. by the spell ignites if it's not being worn or carried. Uh, it's being carried. Well, I'm not I mean, gonna. I'm not okay. gonna hold that against you. It's yeah. an incense roll. stick. That's the intended <laughs> <carried> against you. <laughs> roll, roll an uh, an attack. Roll against a, a ranged ranged attack against this. Beth, I rolled scared. Seventeen. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a seventeen. I'll give you a seventeen. I'm getting better. Uh, a a a small ball of fire about the size of a softball. Uh, erupts from this locket that Marjorie opens up on uh, around her neck, and it's it screams forth from this dragon, this image of this dragon's mouth, and it lights the cold protection incense of flame. Um, and as it burns, this blue smoke envelops you guys, and you all have resistance to cold damage. Nice. Everyone, take a hit of this. Woo! And I just waft it towards everyone. Yeah, you're just you're just walking around <laughs> like a like a like priest a at Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yenathan, you and your sister are really fire and ice, huh? That's not a joke, but uh, just, you know what? We kicked her ass and we're going to kill you. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't give yourselves too much credit for besting dear Morgan. Uh, in fact, I'd be more worried about having made her angry. Uh, she made me swear to save some of you guys for her. Save She's me. burning with a desire for revenge. And um, now the blizzard has arrived, and it is a white whiteout conditions now in this room. It, it is very cold, very snowy. The bonfire is helping, um, so <laughs> you guys can still see each other, but beyond the kind of radius of this bonfire, beyond about like 10 feet from the center of this fire, you can't see shit. <laughs> Are we close uh, enough to the okay. ice wall that like one of our sides is protected? Uh, you... Uh, look towards the ice wall margarine, and as you do, uh, it re- retreats into the distance before disappearing into the snow. I'm sorry? Can, yeah. Uh, everybody roll a perception roll. <laughs> this isn't what walls do. 16. 26. 11. 12. Uh, Juno, what'd you get? Uh, uh, 11? 11. 11 and 12, uh, Juno and Marjorie, you feel nothing, but the rest of you feel the earth move beneath your feet. Things are shifting. There is like a stretch uh, and you kind of have to uh, adjust your footing to uh, keep from falling down or losing your balance, I suppose. And there is another little chuckle from Yanathan as the snow gets worse. You each are being pulled uh, as the ground beneath you shifts in different directions away from each other. Oh, no, no, no. Marjorie starts pulling out the rope. That she's got in one of her cargo pant pockets. It's <laughs> like, grab on! I grab it. I grab. I do, I'm, we gotta roll for that, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where, where, what are you trying to do with this? Is this the, is this the rope that's like in a ch- chest? What rope is this? No, that, just that rope. rope's gone. This is just standard yeah, yeah. rope. Okay, so this is just a regular rope. You're trying to like toss it to everybody? Yeah, I want to do that Make- like kindergartners are on a walk together. So we all got to <laughs> hold on to the rope. I don't have magic solutions, guys. I'm sorry. I had an idea, but then I realized it'd be really easily like I was like, oh, all of us can just hop inside of the bag of holding and we can plan. But then I'm like, <laughs> if I'm Yanathan, I just pick up that bag. <laughs> yeah. That was set cool. it on just fire. Just set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And that's the end. It's a real feigned death kind of move. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. When I was putting together those cheat sheets for everybody, somebody has feign death as an option. And I did not put it on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I forget who. It might be James, as a matter of fact. So you guys were all uh, arranged around this bonfire and you're all being pulled away from this center point in um, radial directions. Um, so, Marjan, you're trying to throw your rope to everybody. To your left is Flack, and to your right is Zabbis. Across from you is Fletch, and then across from you, slightly to the right, is Juno. What do you do? What is your plan here? What are you trying to... What's your move? Flack and Zabbis get first dibs, because they're easiest for me to see and hand this rope to. So you're tossing rope to each side. Yeah, I'm going to toss the short end to Flack. Flack? Tansen. <laughs> And I'm going to toss uh, the bulk of it to Zabbis to toss to the other side. Okay, the three of you make athletics checks. Uh, I rolled when she first said that. Does that roll have to count? No, roll again. Thanks. Not much better. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine won't do it. Thirteen. Five. <laughs> a pretty good attempt uh, at a toss from Marjorie falls unsuccessfully as the ice beneath your feet cracks and a chasm forms between you and your companions. The rope falls harmlessly into this chasm out of the reach of both Flack and Zabbis. You got a little bit closer to Flack, but Flack uh, couldn't quite grab it, and Zabbis uh, was just miles away. So who's falling? Is there one person in the party that's drifting away the most? You are all basically on your own individual ice flows moving at a even pace away from each other. The last thing you see um, before you get far enough away from the bonfire for your vision to be completely obscured by snow is the ground, the chasms that had appeared um, filled in with ice from from below. This is all shifting in, in like real time as you guys are trying to figure out what to do. The, the world that you're in is changing. It's all ice and snow. So it's gotten filled in, but we're still moving apart? You're still moving apart. And now you're in a blizzard. What do you do? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> this is terrible. Can any Can of us... Can I cast Mage Hand to grab the rope? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to have you roll a charisma check to see if you can get this spell off fast enough to grab the rope before you can't see it anymore. Also, our birds did not make it through this portal. Oh, no. no. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say uh, our birds did not make it through this quarantine talking about Garrus. And I was like, what a wild time to drop that knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Like the mid-game, like, oh, just okay. like, oh, yeah, Garrus died. Death By the, the way, family. Garrus is dead. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, he's chill. Sorry, he's, in the, he's in the bedroom. Chels, 14? 14. 14, you just miss grabbing the no. rope. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it slips through your magical fingers. And as you reach out with Mage Hand, you feel just very cold. Um, yeah. Is, is there like cold's a, my least favorite. Is there like a ceiling in this place? 22. Not that you can discern. Okay. Can Juno see anyone still? No. You can see snow. Juno's going to cast Thaumaturgy and his voice, boom, his voice booms up to three times as loud for a minute. And he's going to say, I'm throwing out the lasso. Someone grab onto it. And uh, he throws out his lasso, you know, like 60 feet. So there's a rope out there. If anyone can, can see it, Marjorie can grab onto it. just puts her hands up. I can't see anything. Juno, make a perception check. 16. Uh, with a 16, you feel uh, the lasso grab something. 
Oh, yeah. Juno's going to pull on it. You pull on it, and what you retrieve is a little goblin-y creature, <laughs> white, uh, kind of crystal-y. Uh, it's really nasty looking. It's about foot and a half tall. It's got wings, and you pull it towards you, and it... Oh, Flack, you're safe. Thank God. <laughs> uh, it spits a cold uh, burst of air in your face. <laughs> oh, God. Damn. You take three damage. Three cold damage. Hey, little buddy, that's not nice. It's pretty ice. <laughs> is there, are there caverns still beneath us, or is the ground kind of... Is there ground all around us now? Uh, roll perception. 20, a dirty 20. You, uh, with your ranger sense of space, you feel the ground beneath you and try to kind of connect with the space to get a sense of the landscape around you. Uh, Fletch, you feel that you are dropping. Uh, you get the sense that the elevation around you is changing and the bit of ice that you're standing on is lower now than your surroundings. Okay. Um, and through the haze, you get images through the snow of flak up above you to your right on another like kind of ledge, like almost cliff of ice. And to your or to your left is uh, Juno, and further along Zabus on another little cliff. You guys hear all of you hear as if uh, he were whispering in your ear. You hear Yanathan say. Uh, I knew you'd find your way here after uh, your elf friend was cursed. My sister's science project finally paid off and did something right, uh, even though it wasn't her intended goal. Uh, I guess it brought me you, so I can't be too upset at her for that failed endeavor. Everybody make a dexterity save. I don't like this. Science isn't allowed on this island. Yeah, we're anti-science. <laughs> 11. Dude is, like, obsessed uh, with us. 17. Seven. Eleven. Twenty-four. Flack, Fletch, and Margarine, you take eight uh, ice damage as an icicle descends from the ceiling. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Wait, we what, have advantage what was this? I thought cold. this was initiative. It was a dex save. Oh, then in that case... Oh, uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do have resistance against cold damage. Yeah. You yeah. take four damage. Yeah. Wait, wait, what from? From you. From the incense, from you. Isn't that against frost? It's cold. cold it's cold. Okay. It's cold right. damage. Yeah, yeah, So how much damage do we take? You take four. An icicle descends from the ceiling, uh, smashing into the space uh, in front of you as you quickly jump out of the way. One of the shards, however, does clip you, getting some damage uh, to your armor. Uh, so you take four damage. And Yanathan continues again. He uh, seems to be whispering in your ear, um, there's some kind of connection between you and these beings, even though you don't share the blood. I see that you have the sword, but I sense another one of those cursed objects with you, too. Uh, everybody make a deck save. Deck oh. save, okay. Nat 20. Okay, yeah, Flack I... is fine. Flack <laughs> backflips out of the way from another icicle. I got 12. 13. 19. Fletch, also fine, uh, deftly moves out of the way as an icicle descends from the ceiling. The rest of you take two damage as you are able to avoid the falling icicles, but again, they uh, uh, shatter Ugh. and some shrapnel uh, gets in your face, temporarily blinding you. There's nowhere for me to hide. 
Okay, I I want to do something, and I know okay. that this is probably the maybe the best time to use this. I'm going to use from where I am. I'm going to aim up and use gust of wind because <laughs> because I thought it was going to be a new spell. <laughs> no. We all got brand new spells. No. Gressel loaded us up with new abilities. I'm sitting here. Rubbing my hands together, waiting to see what Fletch pulls out. It's fucking gust of wind. Okay, but but listen, the gust is versus gas or vapor. So the air, the air in the snow is like snow is just water vapor. So I, my thought is that it would make the snow go away, and then we can see. Nice. You cast gust of wind, uh, and you temporarily clear the blizzard effects, giving you a clear view up from where you are uh, standing and what you see above you, there isn't a sky per se. It's more of a swirling void of blue, white, and silver energies, kind of like a nebula. Okay. And then uh, that's what the quote-unquote sky looks like. Below that, uh, you get a clearer sense of the physical space that you're in. It is a kind of series of ice cliffs, like you're on a glacier, an uneven glacier. You are about 60 feet below a cliff where you can get a pretty good look at flak and then to your right and then to your left. As I said, you have a pretty good look at Juno uh, and Zabbis on a bigger kind of ice shelf. Uh, You cannot see margarine from where you are. Okay. Uh, I would like to swing for the fences here, and I would like to attempt to cast Dispel Magic, try (laughs) to just get rid of this bullshit blizzard, and I'm assuming it's at a very high level, this spell, but (laughs) fingers crossed that I can maybe, you know, dispel it, so I'm going to cast it at a level three, Uh, it says... Make an ability check using my spellcasting ability. That's charisma, so That's I'll charisma. just be adding four, right? Yes. Okay, come on. Give me that nat 20. I just got one. Give me again. Okay, 17? Nope. Yeah, oh. I figured. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, Do you know, uh, he's he's not sure if anyone is close to him, but uh, he's going to cast Bless. It's got a range of 30 feet, just in case anyone was, is within range. So, Gressel, did anyone turn out to be within range? Uh, yeah, Zabbis, you suddenly feel, uh, a, a kind of, you get the sense, you get the smell in your nostrils of, like, like a pasture. Like, there's, like, grass, cow shit smell, <laughs> like you're, like you're, you know, like you're driving Yum. through mid-Michigan. Wait, I get that smell? You get that smell. So, the buff for that is, for a minute, uh, on your saving throws, you can, uh, add... Roll a d4 and add that number. Oh, okay. Wait, on yeah. what throws? Any saving throw. Also okay. attack. Or an attack if, roll. Any yeah. d20. Yeah, basically. Can I, would it be an arcana check to see if um, the two goddesses are still around? Uh, that would be perception oh. or investigation. You're trying to look. Yeah, let's see. My... Do we see Yanathan? Nope. I investigated for 16. No, you cannot see them. All right, sick. Uh, Yanathan continues to speak uh, again as if he is whispering in your ear. I'm not too worried about you figuring out what you have in your possession. Judging from my interaction with that ugly human and the stinking halfling, it's a wonder that you've made it this far. Is she talking Fumbling about... Fumbling in the dark. 
Me? Are you talking about me, you son of a bitch? Uh, everybody make a deck save. Oh my god, this guy. Wait, you said something about we have something in our possession? Yep. I'm assuming it's Eagle Strike. Yeah, fucking use well, that. You said we have the sword, but also something else. Yeah. Oh. oh. 19. 16. 17. 16. Do I, have, I don't have inspiration, do I? You have that D, extra D4. Okay, I'm going to do that. Yo, everyone, heads up. I think we got more ice coming down. 16. <laughs> you, know, you know what? What? Advantage to uh, anyone who hasn't told me their number yet. Hey! Yeah. Oh. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank God. Oh, 16. Okay. 17. All right, everybody uh, manages to avoid the falling icicles. Uh, F- Flack calls out, giving everyone a heads up. We could hear each other? You could hear Flack. Could I hear Marjorie saying that right there? Or was she saying that aloud? Yeah. <laughs> it was in the Marjorie voice. Okay, yeah. So did I hear that? Uh, roll perception. I feel like I'm so far away from everybody else. Uh, oh, nope. 14. Thanks, by the way, Gressel, for like giving us an opportunity to feel connected to each other during this time, just like <laughs> separated <laughs> in the game. Too. <laughs> you do not hear Marjorie. Oh, wait, Gressel, do I still have like a little white demon baby in front of me? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah what what yes, do I have in front do. of me? Okay. Yes, you do. Can a little you... flying goblin thing. All right. Juno's just going to try and like, uh, hang on. I wonder if I have a thing to talk to it. Does it look like a beast or a, hu- or a humanoid? It looks like a tiny goblin creature with wings. That'd be humanoid then, eh? Goblin? Hey, you. I mean, you would have to check if you know what it is. Uh, oh, yeah. He'll, he'll do a quick check and see what this thing is. This, this little tied up screaming goblin in front of me. Roll nature. 19. Nice. Uh, it is an elemental. It is a mephit. Not a fan of elementals. Finally, in your ears, you may have defeated me once, but not again. Your friends won't save you this time. And now the snow stops and things are clear. We can see each other? You can see, well, some of you can see each other. The snow clears and you can see clearly the environment around you. Some of you can see each other. Uh, Fletch, you can see the scene that I described to you before. You are uh, below these cliffs Flack, you are on a slight downward sloping angle on a pillar of ice that is uh, kind of, you all realize now that you're kind of orbiting this central point, that bonfire that Zappas cast is still still sitting there on a tiny pillar of ice, (laughs) and you guys are all kind of orbiting this on different chunks of these massive ice cliffs. And they're all moving and shifting. Flack, you're on one that is slightly tilted down, um, and it's actually changing as you're looking at it. The ice is starting to form. There's a like doorway in front of you. It's open at the top. It looks more like a hallway, and you're kind of being funneled, as it were, as this ice is shifting into to kind of slide you into this uh, entry entryway into. Uh, one appears to be a um, ice maze. Um, and Zabus and Juno, you are the only ones who are on ice that is, you're, you're relatively near each other. You're, you're on uh, chunks of ice that are close enough where if you, if you wanted to, you could jump between them, although now you're currently about 20 feet apart from each other. Uh, and you see that there is a whole flock of these ice methods. Uh, yeah. buzzing around you. Flock sounds friendly. 
uh, Margarine, you're inside of a icy, a sheer icy cylinder. Nope. There is Don't like nowhere it. for you to hide. Cool. Fletch, you're, uh, you can see all these, uh, these ice methods, these, these winged, uh, um, goblin-y, demon-y creatures, uh, and you can see Flack, um, being kind of scooped into this shoot. Everybody roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 83 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Welcome back to regular canonical episodes. We were very excited to get back to our normal characters that everybody knows and loves uh, in the main storyline here after we took a little time off to... uh, Knock the rust off the spurs with a one-shot. We had a lot of fun doing it, uh, but we had even more fun back with the team. So very happy to be back in the main story. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we did recording it. I want to thank some of our patrons. Thank you, Harry. Thanks, Jocelyn. Thank you, Atari Ari. Thank you, Jim. And thank you, Emmett. Thanks to all of our patrons who support us over at patreon.com slash dndndpod. If you are remaining safer at home during these strange times and are looking for some new listening, check out Joel's podcast, Ineffable, a Cats movie podcast where Joel and special guests discuss the movie Cats. Uh, plenty of time to check out that singular cinematic experience, uh, given the current state of things. It is just now available on digital, I believe, uh, according to Joel. So check out his podcast, Ineffable, a cat's movie podcast. He co-hosts it with his cat, Toast, who is a very, very pretty cat. I will admit that. I think that's it for me. We'll have a new Tavern Talks from Mike next week uh, with a new regular episode uh, next Wednesday as scheduled. So uh, until then, thanks, everybody. Do what's fun and stay safe. Stay safe doing what's fun. So the order of this combat is juno you stand on a uh, jagged pillar of ice surrounded by three uh, of these ice methods that you can see to your left uh, about 20 25 feet away you see an additional three methods uh circling zabas on a uh craggy ice cliff that is offset from the one that you are on uh you are unable to discern at this point, uh, if there is a chasm of any kind between these two ice cliffs. Following Juno will be the Mephits. Then Fletch, you are below everybody else on your own little island. You can see clearly Juno and Zabbis's, uh little Mephit island uh, above you. Uh, you have a hard time seeing Zabbis, but you have a pretty clear look at Juno and his things. Um, you see Fletch, or you see Flack... Uh, but he uh, is being ushered into some sort of maze, but you can see on his pillar that there appear to be openings uh, on the outside edges as it descends downward. So you're unclear if you might get another look at him later. Uh, Flack is after Fletch. Uh, Flack, you're being funneled into this maze. You do not see anything in front of you other than just a twist and turn. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. So, um... Is it? You said it's like a downward slope. Am I slowly, slowly sliding? Yes. Okay. Yeah, on ice. Got it. 
Then, Margarin, before you, in your little ice arena, uh, you see three polar bears. <laughs> okay. One, one <laughs> significantly larger awesome. than the other two. Those bears will be going before you. Cool. Oh, that's it, not good. Then it is Zabbis, and then uh, there is something else in Flax's maze that he has not discovered yet. And okay, Minotaur. <laughs> Remember our very first D&D game ever? I was a polar bear for like a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, got yeah, any Chelsea recommendations? Played a druid. <laughs> How to take him down? <laughs> Fuck, I forget what we yelled when I turned into the panic bear. bear. Panic, panic bear, bear, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't really remember what being a bear was like. I can't give you much advice. <laughs> I hope no one's going to get Mr. Echoed. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Juno, you're up. What do you do? All right, Juno's pissed. Yannison is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, yeah. The the true target of his rage is not around, so he's going to direct it elsewhere. He's got this one method lassoed, and he's going to swing it and try to connect <laughs> with the three hovering and just knock them out with one of their own kind. You're going to try to bash the other two with this one? Yeah, the other okay. two. Okay, um, make a strength check. 22. You uh, definitely beat the Mephit's resistance against your swing. It tries to beat its wing wings uh, against your swing, but it is unsuccessful. You easily overpower it, and you smash it into... You just swing it like Mario swinging Bowser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like, you swing like, it... I, I'm swinging the rope, basically, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. swinging it at the end of it. Okay, um, and you're trying to bash the other two. Roll roll a yep. d4 for each each guy. Three and three. You hurt these. Uh, you knock them off balance in the air uh, and kind of bend um, their wings a little bit. Um, one of them tumbles to the ground, but it quickly recovers. What's the sound they make? <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, it is now the Mephit's turn. They descend upon you. Uh, one of them is going to... Tr- the one that you have lassoed is going to try to break free. It has to beat your spell save to get out. Is that how that works? Yeah, wisdom It has to make wisdom a wisdom save. saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 12's not going to do it. Yours is, what, 16? Let me check on the new sheet. 15. Okay, so yeah, so that one doesn't get out, but the other two are going to descend upon you, and they are going to claw you. Does a 18 hit? Ties. So they win that case? I believe they do. Take five cold damage as their tiny little fingers claw into your face. This just feeds my rage. They are also going to swarm on Zabbis, where they are going, two of them are going to claw at you, um, but they miss. You um, swat them away as they approach and duck out of the way of one, but the third one is going to um, unleash its freezy breath at you, make a dexterity saving throw. But wait, so now every turn I get a d4? It lasts a minute. A minute. It has been one turn. Okay, I'll add that extra point. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It was a dex. Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve will beat it. Uh, you dodge Yay. out of the way of its little puff of, of frozen breath and are able to avoid it. Um, it is now Fletch's turn. Fletch, what do you do? Can I jump out of this hole that I'm in? Or am I in a hole? You are 60 feet oh. lower than the nearest ledge. Okay. So I can't get to, you know, Zabbath? You can't get there by jumping. And you can't get there this turn. Yeah, I'd like to make my way over to Zabbis and Juno. Do you have anything to aid a climb? 
Do you There's have any climbing salve. goo? Do I have the salve on me? <laughs> I, think you, I think you all have climbing goo from season one. Climbing salve. D- that, still? There's no, no way fucking way good. we still have that shit. It's like when you... I don't think you really used it that much. I, I climbed under I, a boat. I just imagine it being like, you know, that like slime, like toy slime. Yeah, or like but it like Play-Doh. opened in the bottom yeah. of your yeah, backpack. Yeah, you open it and it's like rock solid. I only have like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It dried out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. You open your climbing self and it's it's just cake. Yeah. <laughs> all... Damn. Okay. So yeah, I don't. I guess I don't because that. Do you have? Do you have like a like in your like adventuring gear or something? Do you have any like a pitten? No, I mean I have the the wings of staying alive, so I could dance and then push myself upwards thirty feet, but that's not going to help. It would get you Halfway. thirty feet closer if you could somehow grab onto the ice. I know that's what. Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to um, take out my uh, eagle. I'm going to take out eagle strike and hold it up to the ice and see if that does anything. Does it melt it? It doesn't melt the ice. Roll a perception roll. Uh, 23. With a 23, uh, when you draw Eagle Strike in the distance, you see a uh, faint shimmering light. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go towards that light instead. It's a long way away. You can't... It's like up in the distance, Uh, but you can head towards it, I suppose. Yeah, I'll head towards it. Do you want to take any other action? Uh, I don't believe Pete's with me, right? Because Pete is with. He you. is with me. Yeah, Pete is with you if you want Pete. <laughs> yeah, dude, Pete's seen some shit. He's gone through a lot. Can I have? Yeah, I'll have Pete come with me and assist me. Okay. So that's my bonus action. Okay. Think, yeah, you can. He's just following. He's gonna follow me. Yeah. Flack, you're in this maze. What do you do? I'm not in this maze. I'm sliding towards this maze. You're sliding towards this maze. Correct. And I don't feel like doing a fucking maze right now. So what I'm going to do is cast Dimension Door right in front of me and slide right through that door, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Into fuck this maze. Another plane. Where where are you going? Uh, I am going to, I can teleport myself from my current location to any other spot within range, which is, where's the range? The range is... One of the benefits of us doing this remotely is that everybody's got their computer and all of our resources are right in front of us. That's true. Five, this 500 is easier. Feet. 500 oh, feet? Wow. Fuck, I could travel the goddamn world. Uh, <laughs> Carefully you know don't what? land in a solid block of ice nearby. Sorry, when I when I looked out, uh, what do I see Fletch doing? Fletch is making his way in a direction that you don't know why. Okay. He, he, he ran towards something. Can I see him? Uh, make an athletics roll to see if you can stop yourself from sliding. I cast a door in front of me as I slide into it. I'm yeah, sliding. but if you're, if you're trying to pick your spot. Athletics, oh, though? Okay. Well, alright, then. Perception if you're trying to do this as you're sliding. You're trying like, quickly clock a spot. Slide. Okay. That was a fight club reference that you can cut. <laughs> <laughs> the penguin cave. Yeah. <laughs> you get a hurried, blurred image of where he's at. Okay, that's where I pick uh, where my door is going to open. Okay. Yes. All right. You you do that. Uh, you slide into the door, and then you open up at the other uh, end of it next to Fletch. Hey, man. Oh, my God. What? Where did you come from? Uh, my dimension door. Remember that time I cut that dude's head off? Oh, yeah. Whoa. 
I did that here, just I didn't cut your head off. I got, I, I saw like a maze or something that I was sliding into, and I did not feel like dealing with that shit. So, figured might as well get the F boys back together, and we'll deal with this problem uh, together. together. I like Especially, that. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. get to anybody, so I decided I pulled out Eagle Strike, and I saw a glow over there. And Eagles would explode, so I figured I'd go over there. So you're now assisting me with Pete as well. So this is great. Hop on Pete. That sounds okay. I hop on Pete. <laughs> okay. You do that. That was actually a very smart move. Oh. Uh, it is now <laughs> the bears. It is now the bears' turn. <laughs> okay. bear. uh, so Marjorie, you're in this almost arena-like space of sheer ice, and you see before you three uh, polar bears, two smaller ones and one larger one. The large one rears back on its hind legs as the two smaller ones approach you, uh, swinging at you with their claws. They miss. Oh, uh, good. You nimbly jump out of the way, uh, dodging their swipes. And when they miss, I repost. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a maneuver, combat maneuver of Marjorie's as a fighter. So when a creature misses... Marjorie can spin out of the way and then attack them as a reaction. So roll your attack on them. Okay, so I'm trying to hit attack? Yes. Using one of my knives. That's a dirty 20. That will hit them. Cool. Or one of them. So my reaction die, or superiority die, I should say, is a three. Mm -hmm. So I add that to the attack damage, and the damage is... Nice. It's a six plus four, ten plus three, thirteen... Let's see, and it's either going to be radiant or poison damage. I'm going to do poison damage. Five poison. Wow, 18. Yeah. You spin out of the way and drag your knife across the neck of this polar bear, cutting a wide red swath through its white fur as it gushes blood from a pretty significant wound. Um, And you slide a couple feet across the ice as uh, blood flings off your blade. Uh, across the cold blue surface. It is now your turn. What do you do? Uh, (laughs) 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 I was going to get out of there, but now I'm feeling cocky. (laughs) I'm going to try to take down that polar bear. The one you hurt? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's the same knife, right hand. Take a swing. Uh, 19. That will hit it. 10 on my sneak attack. Okay. Another 10 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, And then one poison damage. Jeez. After you slide out of the way uh, and slash at this uh, bear who attacked you, you leap from your position uh, onto its back and drive your knife deep into the back of its neck where its neck meets its body. Uh, There is a shudder and a small roar, and then the body of the bear collapses beneath you. Uh, still and dead. That poor bear. And then with my other hand, <laughs> I go after <laughs> the other small one, and I'm going to hit that for, what's this, like 23? Yes, that will also All hit. All right. Eight piercing damage. And then this, I roll for poison. Seven poison. Fifteen. That's fifteen on the other bear. You reach out from your position on top of the dead bear as the other smaller bear uh, cub you didn't say Re- they were ro- cubs, dude. You're killing cubs, implication? You said two a, small a bears and a big and bear. And a smaller one. You just yeah. killed a-, a family of bears. Okay. A mama it- and her children. And uh, it... They uh, attack first. Yep. Uh, you plunge your knife into uh, its <laughs> underbelly, uh, c- catching it where uh, it's one of its arms meets its body. 
uh, and it roars in response as blood stains its yellow or its white fur. Yellow fur? No bears have yellow fur. That one was actually a human that was turned into a bear to teach it a lesson, and <laughs> everyone's oh, no one's learning a good learned. lesson in this movie. It is now Zavis's turn. Zavis, you've got three uh, nasty little flying creatures buzzing around your head. What do you do? I'm gonna cast Melf's Minute Meteor. <laughs> I know it's minute. Don't at me. Minute Meteors is so much funnier. <laughs> Minute meteors is so much funnier. Six tiny meteors appear as you raise your hands, cast uh, casting a faint orange glow in your uh, vicinity, uh, and they spiral around you, orbiting you, uh, creating a kind of uh, Mario Kart-like <laughs> meteor barrier. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. As your um, bonus action, you can throw the meteors at uh, anything you see within 120 feet of you. Yeah. You wanna, yeah. Uh, wait, you said meteors plural, or can I only do... Oh, it's not, I can expend one or two. One or two. You have six. Okay, I'll do two and hit, like, the two, two guys closest to me. Okay. They've got to make a dex save. They did not, so roll 2d6 fire damage per <laughs> meteor. Oh my god, I was like, what does the D6 look like? It's a fucking normal... <laughs> it's a regular dice. Uh, two and three. Oh, wait. 2D6. 2D6 per... Per thing. Got it. Yeah, okay, so, so five, five and... Okay. I was gonna say, like, wait, that's it? Eight. The meteors slam into these things. Uh, are they weak against fire? They better be. They're they little... are. They are vulnerable against fire. So that uh, doubles... Uh, so you hit these things pretty good as these meteors explode in their tiny little nasty faces. Um, you knock them to the ground. Uh, their wings are singed and start to melt. Um, so mm. they can these two can no longer fly. Oh. <laughs> but when they fall to the ground and they uh, are motionless, they just look. It just looks like two chunks of ice. Oh. It is now. Well, you just fucking avoided the whole maze, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Oh, Sorry, no. bud. I was up until four in the morning building this maze. <laughs> yeah, does the does the maze creature want to take their turn still? We're going to go back up to Juno. <laughs> Juno, you've got uh, these three uh, methods around you and then the, the other ones over by Zabbos. What do you do? Yeah, so two are uh, right up above me. They were just yes. clawing at my face and one's still lassoed. Yes. All right, so uh, Juno's going to take Fletch's trusty short sword and if you drop the lasso you let go of that one I can't I can't do both no I can't one handed uh uh alright well he's not gonna have much of an opportunity to get away so he's gonna so June's gonna drop the lasso and then bring his short sword down on the method okay oh that was a terrible roll using inspiration uh nat 20 that will hit certainly roll twice that's great right uh, total damage of 15. Dropping the lasso and bringing Fletch's short sword from its sheath in one fluid motion, you slash out with the sword, bringing it across the chest of the Mephit, exposing icy blue blood as you slash. Uh, it falls to the ground where it uh, disappears as far as you're able to tell to become just a chunk of ice. Uh, it is now the Mephit's turn. Oh, oh no, Well, it's you have not. another, yeah, you have another attack. Yeah, Juno's going to turn around and do the exact same thing to the two that attacked his face. So he's going to swing 
at uh, the one on the left first. Okay. 16. Yes. 9. Uh, 9 will miss. No, no, 9 damage. Oh. Uh, yeah, you slash at this uh, creature. You clip one of its wings. It also falls to the ground where it appears as a uh, ice shard. Perfect. And we'll tie everything up using Horde Breaker. Juno's going to attack the one right next to it. See if we can get all three. Uh, 22 to hit. Yes, that will hit. Yeah, 11 damage. Uh, same deal. Uh, you basically have three chunks of ice now in front of you on the ground um, as you slash at these creatures, um, one of one of which did bleed some blue blood, but the others you just clipped their icy wings off of. Mm, could be good for a white Russian. <laughs> Uh, it is now the Mephit's turn. Uh, those three that you uh, seriously injured, you know, are just going to spit up from the ground at you uh, a cloud of icy mist. Uh, take a dexterity saving throw. Make a dexterity saving well, that's throw, That's not please. nice at all. It's 26. Yeah, you're fine. You just kind of take a step backward and avoid it. Zabus, mm-hmm. the ones by you are going to all swarm at your face and claw at your head. They all hit you all and you take a total of seven cold damage fletch yes no damn it that's me (laughs) yes what do you do you are with flack now hey bud and pete we're just going to that door are we close i mean are we close enough to get to reach the door right now you get to a uh the end of your little ice shelf where there is a chasm uh 10 feet across uh you cannot see the bottom hmm Well, I can clear that. Flack, since you're next in the order, you guys can like work as a team here. Hey, buddy, I have. Uh, you said you can clear that. I think I can run and jump and clear it. Yo, dude, <laughs> I got those fucking moon boots on. Oh. <laughs> so do I just hold on to you? Oh. That's insane. And then I, I like. I'll grab Pete, and then I'll grab you. Grab Pete by the tail. And then, yeah, and then we'll just. I'll hold on to you, and then you jump. God, would that? fucking work? Uh, Gressel's got his hand over his face, so I don't think so. Gressel's doing his patented Gressel. (laughs) (laughs) Now immortalized in artwork, thanks to Uh, Xavier. (laughs) Okay, so what are you, so what are you, how are you arranging this? Dog, we're asking if this is feasible. Yeah. (laughs) Attempting to jump over this chasm is feasible. Okay. I don't know, dude. Do you think you can just clear it on your own and then... Because, like, my athletics is poop. Uh, <laughs> but I have these moon boots, so maybe I could, you know... That would... That's advantage on jumping, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah then I'll, I'll clear it. I think Pete can clear that, yeah? Can Pete clear a 10-foot jump? Pete can certainly try to clear a 10-foot jump. Try. <laughs> certainly try. I don't like those words. I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, you gotta do it. <sighs> well, no, but I don't want to lose Pete. All right, uh... I'm gonna go. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be? Yes, awful? it would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run and jump over this. All right, here we go. Uh, well, I I nat one. I I, I got. A <gasps> oh no! So. Oh my god! Wait, do you are you do you have inspiration or anything? Can't. I don't think so. I don't have. What does that mean? Yanathan's about to take something very special away from us.
D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold.